Parenting is often lived in the extremes. It's either great joy or chaotic overwhelm. In one moment, you're nailing it, and the next, you're losing your cool. I want to help you find your way to the messy middle, to a place of balance. You see, balance is a verb, not a state of being. It is a thing you do, not a thing you are. It is an action, a process, a series of micro-corrections that you make each and every day to keep yourself feeling centered. We are never truly balanced. We are engaged in the process of balancing. Hello, I'm Dr. Laura Froyan, and this is the Balanced Parent Podcast, where overwhelmed, stressed out, and disconnected parents go to find tools, mindset shifts, and practices to help them stop yelling at the people they love and start connecting on a deeper level, all delivered with heaping doses of grace and compassion. Join me in conversations that will help you get clear on your goals and values and start showing up in your parenting, your relationships, your life with open-hearted authenticity and balance. Let's go. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Laura Froyan, and on this episode of the Balanced Parent Podcast, we are going to be talking about what you can do as a parent when one of your kids is struggling. And to help me with this conversation, I am bringing in a new friend and colleague and an author of a children's book to help me with this. Um, she is a children's mental health advocate. Um, she authored the book Tangled Up, which explains how therapy can be helpful to children. Uh, her name is Jamie Edelbrock. And I'm really excited to have this conversation with her. So Jamie, welcome to the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Like you said, my name is Jamie. I am a children's mental health advocate. My passion for this grew in the family I was raised in and now with my own kids. I've also always worked with kids. I homeschooled my own. I started homeschool co-ops. I was a preschool director and a children's family ministry director. So I've always worked with kids. Having my own, I know the struggles that come with that. And being raised with siblings that have mental health issues and parents even, I know what that struggle is like. So that's why I'm an advocate. I know how important mental health is. Yeah, and getting the support you need when you're struggling. Absolutely, Absolutely. yes. We all struggle. We all need that support. Yeah, so... If we're speaking directly to parents who've got a kiddo who's struggling, who does need some extra support, what are some things that those parents need to know? One, they need to know they're not alone. I say, I've said this a thousand times, there's no perfect parent. And there are children that struggle, parents that struggle all the time. So I wish I could give them all a big hug and say, Mm -hmm. I'm with you because, because I am, I think we're all there. So that's my biggest thing is you're right now, if your child is struggling, if you're struggling, it's not your forever and you are not alone. Oh, can we just take a second just to send that out? I, I'm putting my hand on my heart. I just would love to just for all the parents who are listening and who are experiencing difficulties with their kids, where their kids are really struggling. Listen to Jamie's voice here. You're not alone and it's not forever. It won't last forever. There's support available to you. And we're sending you love and compassion right now. Good. That's a good first step. What else do they need to know? (laughs) Know that there's help out there and there's support, whether it's a mental health issue or just a child who's struggling with behavior issues, or maybe just someone who's scared. 
acting out for whatever reason, there is support and help out there. That can be through a school counselor, through churches, through mental health professionals, even pediatricians and doctors, there's help out there. And to not feel shame in getting help. I've been there. I know what it's like to feel shame in reaching out and asking for help. When I finally, finally reached out and got help with one of my daughters who was really struggling, I was a preschool director. And I thought if I reach out and I get help for her, it's showing that I'm doing something wrong. And if I'm supposed to be directing, you know, these children and families and there's something wrong with my child or me, what is this going to show? And so it came to an absolute breaking point where I was on the side of the road in tears, shaking, finally making that phone call to a therapist. I need help. I can't do this on my own. And I don't want any other parent out there to reach that point. Mm. So it's if there is inkling that you, there might be something wrong or you just need help with, you know, a disciplined behavior or something, it can be something tiny. It can be something significant. Don't be ashamed to reach out to help. Even yeah. if it's calling a friend or calling your doctor, just reach out for help before you get to the breaking point. Yeah. I had a very similar experience with my oldest who is sensitive, has some sensory stuff. And, you know, for a long time, we were seeing things that we knew we needed support on, but there was all this ego wrapped up into it. There's all this, you know, like I'm supposed to know what to do. I'm supposed to be the expert. How is it that I can be telling other people what to do with their kids? And I, and I have my own kid who has her own struggles. It, there was so much that had to get set to the side in order to be able to be vulnerable and to admit, I don't know what to do in this situation. I know what I would have other people do in this situation, but it's my kid and it's different when it's your kid. It just is. It's just different. It is. It's swallowing that pride. Mm -hmm. I think we all had to come to like, no, maybe I don't know everything. And, And, you know, there's, there's no way one person could know everything about you know, every behavior issue, every mental health issue, or even how a child works. There's no way. Because your child is a unique individual too. Absolutely. Within a unique context. But it is, I join you, Jamie, in that wish. I waited almost two years longer than I should have. And if I can help any family find the support they need sooner to kind of be brave and step into that place of not knowing of unsurety of just vulnerability and being brave to do that sooner so that their kids don't have to wait they can get the yes. support they need faster I'm right there with you Jamie that is my I always thought of it as you know I'm doing something wrong now I'm in trouble maybe I'm going to the principal's office or something <laughs> you know and be like oh I'm in trouble if I have to go here my child here or get help I failed in some way yeah yeah exactly like I failed I did something wrong and that's not the case you're actually giving your child and yourself and your whole family a gift and And not just your family for generations down the road yeah right so kiddos who have the support and find that you know get the you know mental health support that they need young build in a system where they understand there's that stigma is gone for them because didn't have it. They got the support that they need and let's other generations not experience maybe the shame yeah. that, and fear that we did. And you know, I'm saying this, I've never really expressed this on the podcast before. So my listeners, you know, I, I was a therapist. Like you would think that the stigma would have been completely mm-hmm. obliterated for me having been a therapist, but it is so different being the person who's walking into the room 
with their child. It's so different. It is different, but it is something that we need to normalize for kids. Just like when you don't feel well, you go to the doctor. Like we have no problem as parents mm-hmm. taking our kids to the doctor when they're not feeling well or going to the store and getting them medication or, you know, if they have a fever, whether it's giving them Tylenol or, you know, giving them blankets, a bath, whatever they need, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so mental health, it needs to be the same. And they need to know that is normal. If you're Absolutely. not feeling right, it's okay to go get help. But we as parents, sometimes, you know, we're talking about that shame and that guilt and that I'm doing something wrong. They pick up on that. And that's what we need to to break. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, lots of compassion and grace and understanding that we're imperfect humans who are on our own journey of growth. I hope that that can help with that so much, you know. Oh, yeah. I think I've always said having a relationship with your child is most important. It's a relationship, not a dictatorship. Mm. And when you have that relationship with your child, you're growing up with your child. You know, you're saying, I'm growing too. You're growing, you're learning, I'm growing, I'm learning. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this together. You're going to see me fail. I'm going to see you fail, but we're going to figure this out. I think that's the most important. Absolutely. It's so key. Okay. So then I have a one question I get a lot in my communities and from listeners who are taking the steps to get their kids the support that they need when their child is struggling, whether it's going to therapy or going to occupational therapy or, you know, getting some services. Lots of parents wonder, how do I explain this to my child, their need for extra support? How do I go about introducing the idea and explaining it in a way that won't enact resistance or shame or any, you know, that's how do I help my child feel comfortable in receiving this extra support? Right. I I'd love your advice and your insight on that piece of things. Yeah, absolutely. When my first daughter was struggling, I thought it was all behavioral issues and it ended up being, she had severe anxiety. And so I took, you know, telling her she needed to go to the therapist or go to a counselor or or figure something out. It was more of a, you know, you're doing something wrong and we need to get this figured out, which was wrong on my part. I shouldn't have ever even expressed it that way, but that's what we thought it was, you know, behavior issues, anxiety. Yeah. Thank you for the gift of modeling that acknowledgement of we thought it was one thing we were wrong we found out it was another and modeling it with complete self-acceptance you did that so beautifully you were not mean or harsh with yourself there was no shame in your face when you said that it was beautiful thank you for the gift of that I'm so glad my listeners got to hear it (laughs) true I mean we did and I have guilt with that of course still to this day but the help that she received like I said before was a gift and I think that's where why I can say it that way Mm -hmm. because it helped all of us but no I I am 100% not a perfect parent and I will admit that so if anyone thinks they're alone I'm always like no you're not I'm there I've been there with you so (laughs) I'll hold your hand you're not alone but no we thought it was behavior issues ended up not being and ended up being anxiety and we got her the help she needed when my other daughter was struggling I knew because of what we had gone through with my other daughter that the help and gift it was. And so I wanted to explain it to her differently. And so I'll never forget, we were sitting in a car at a stoplight, I was taking her to school and she was just, the only way I could think of it was tangled up. Like she was dark and and just twisted and she didn't want to talk. She didn't want to go to school. She was just not herself. And I knew what, as we all do as parents, like, 
what she was created for. I knew how beautiful she was and it was painful to see her the way she was. And so it just came out in this conversation in a car, like you're tangled up right now and you need to see a counselor and a therapist. And she didn't want to, she just, she didn't. It was just where she was in that moment. And I knew she was doing nothing wrong. I knew it was just, she was in, a, in that place. And so within that week, I started writing her a letter explaining that she was tangled up and she wasn't meant to be tangled up. And that's actually where my book came from. The purpose is to help other kids in that same situation if, and parents explain what counselors and therapists can do when you do feel tangled up and how they can untangle those emotions. I really like that analogy. I and. I like the grace that's in it, that there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. There's nothing inherently wrong. This is a temporary state of being right now and there's support available for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's as we know as parents, what our kids are made for and how great they are. We see potential. I think we see their future almost. So we have no idea how amazing and beautiful they actually can be. But when we see them, twisted and hard and hurting, gosh, to be able to say, just like, you know, you go to the doctor and you don't feel well, like I know someone who can help you. I'm going to, I can't do it by myself. I'm going to take you to someone who can, and you're going to get on the right path. And that's okay. You're not alone. Yeah. I think too, that one of the things that has been helpful in talking about, you know, so my daughter needed to go to occupational therapy I'm talking about why she needed to go and other kids didn't. We explained things that, you know, there were times in your development where, you know, certain things were meant to happen at a certain rate and they didn't. And so now we've got to make sure that they happen now. You have new skills to learn. Your body is built differently. Your nervous system is built a little bit differently, which means that you have these great things about you that kind of bring a beautiful kind of specialness to our family because of you. And then there's things, those things sometimes make the world a little hard for you to exist in. And so we need to go here to learn some coping strategies just to make the world a little bit more comfortable for you. I was like, because you love them and you want to help them. And having that relationship, like I talked about before, they trust you in that. And you can do that. I think that's beautiful. And letting them know that, Hey, we're all different. We're going to get through this together. And we want to make this world and your world work for you because we love you. That's so important. Yeah. And because it's not meant to be hard. The world is not meant to be hard. Like if you have struggles, there's support available to you. And I think like there's some echoing there, right? So we were just talking to parents that if things are hard, just know you're not alone. We got to send that same message to kids too, that if things are hard, you know, we want you to know that you're fully supported. And just like we need to go and take our car to get an oil change because I'm not a mechanic, you know, there's things that as your mom, that I'm not the best person to help you with. And I'll be here. I'm your partner in it. We'll learn that together, but we have to go find out new skills and new tools to help. Absolutely. And we are our kids anchor. We are their steady. And so they look to us when they are scared or, you know, things are a little rocky. They look to us and they pick up on our cues. So if we say, Hey, you know, maybe you're struggling or, you know, maybe things aren't working out right now. It's going to be okay. And we're going to get help just for those kids to feel that confidence and see that confidence in their parents is huge. That's what they count on. 
Yeah. And there's a piece of that too, that is like that we're a team, that we're in this together, that whatever it is, it's us against the world. It's us against anxiety. It's, you know, it's, we're going to learn how to figure this out together. Yes. That's exactly why I wrote the book. I pictured a child and a parent sitting together, reading this book, like, Hey, you're not alone. We're going to get through this. This is how you feel. This is how you're going to feel. And we're going to get through this together. Oh, that's so beautiful. Can I ask what your daughter thinks about your book? And oh, No, absolutely. She loves it. All three of them love it. They help me with the illustration, pick out the illustrator, talking about it with their friends. My daughter knows that this was for her and, and modeled after her and that it's helping other kids. And she loves that. She oh. loves, and it really helps break the stigma for her and her friends. It's modeling like, hey, it's okay to get help. It's okay. At first, I was a little bit worried if she would want me to talk about her issues or any of my daughters would, but already it's breaking that stigma with between them and their friends and just, no, this is normal. This is normal. This is part of being human. This is part of being human. Yes, this is all normal. I said, we're all a little tangled. Like there can be big tangles and there can be little tangles. And there, you know, sometimes we need professional detanglers is what I call them in my books. And sometimes (laughs) we can, you know, become untangled just by talking with a friend or going for a walk or listening to music, but it's all normal and it's all okay. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, you know, we call my, like, so I'm a therapist by training and we call when I explain what I'm doing to my kids, what I do is I I explain my, I call myself a feelings doctor or a heart and a mind doctor. Um, but I like the professional detangler. That's pretty fun. That's a cool. (laughs) It simplifies it for kids. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, you know, as you were just talking for a second there, I, I'm thinking about like how wonderful it will be, you know, two generations from now having had, you know, a generation, this generation of kids growing up, knowing it's okay to go get support when you need it, that there's resources available, just how lovely that's going to be, you know, it's just, mm. it's a domino effect. Yeah. Like we're, you start this now with this generation and it's just going to keep going down. And the, the younger we talk to these kids saying it's okay to get help and we normalize it, it's going to be more and more normal, just like going to the doctor when you're sick, just like, you know, even if there's an emergency, you break your arm, something horrible happens, you rush, you go get help. It's, I want it to be, and it should be as normal as that. Absolutely. And that hopefully by then that pain point of what does it mean about me? If I'm asking for help, won't even be on the radar anymore. It won't even be there. No, like someone said it yesterday, we were talking and they said, it's like, if your house was burning down, you wouldn't try to stop it yourself. Like if it was burning down, your kids were inside, you would get your kids out and you would run, you would call 911, you would call the fire department, right? Yeah. It would be silly to say, I can do this all on my own. I got this. It would yeah. be silly. And so, you wouldn't feel guilty for waking up with firefighters. You, you know, the, the firefighters were sleeping. You wouldn't feel guilty about that. You'd feel grateful, right? <laughs> You're happy, you're thankful, you're saving your family, you're saving your kids. Some things might be damaged, but you are saying, think twice about it. And so that I thought was a great analogy. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. I use the analogy of we take better care sometimes of our cars than we do of our own mental health and our own relationships, right? And so you're, it's exactly the same. Like we don't, 
we don't feel guilty about going in for an oil change or, you know, we don't feel worried about going in to get the, you know, tires rotated on our car. Like that's what they're there for. That's what, <laughs> like, it's, and we know that when we do those things, our cars last longer and our cars run better. And we don't wait until they're broken down on the side of the road to get help. I mean, sometimes that happens and thank goodness emergency services are available when that happens because when there's no warning, but if the check engine lights on you, we're checking it out, you know? Yeah. For the health of the car and everyone's safety. Why wouldn't we do that with our hearts and our minds? Yeah, exactly. Yes. 100%. Oh, well, Jamie, I love this conversation. Where can people find your book Tangled Up? So it's anywhere books are sold. Of course, the easiest I always say is Amazon, Barnes mm-hmm. and Noble, Target, Walmart. You can always go to jamieedelbrock.com and find that there along with all different other writings and, and things I've been up to as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your wisdom and your advocacy for children. I think it, we really need more voices out there telling Absolutely. parents it's okay to get help. Absolutely. No shame, no guilt. There's no perfect parents. And I think we're all in this together. We are. We have to be. That's the only way it works is if we're in it together, for sure. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. So thanks for listening today. Um, Remember to subscribe to the podcast. And if it was helpful, leave me a review that really helps others find the podcast and join us in this really important work of um, creating a parenthood that we don't have to escape from and creating a childhood for our kids that they don't have to recover from. And if you're listening, grab a screenshot and tag me on Instagram so that I can give you a shout out. Um, and definitely go follow me on Instagram. I'm at Laura Froyan PhD. Um, that's where you can get a behind the scenes look at what balanced conscious parenting looks like in action with my family. And plus I share a lot of other really great resources there too. All right. That's it for me today. I hope that you keep taking really good care of your kids and your family and each other, and most importantly of yourself. And just remember, balance is a verb and you're already doing it. You've got this.